to the Matt looks like hammered shit podcast. Um, <laughs> buddy, Evan, uh, what's up, gang? Dude, what? The... I, like, I don't uh, even know. Matt, we we had a pretty uh, clear outline of what we were going to talk about, and it's just my brain is completely dead after the last couple weeks. It's all gone. Um, it's just um, it's just all gone. My, I brought my travel, my classic travel snack uh, lineup to the recording tonight. Do you want to see it? I do. Yeah, let's start there. I'll show snacks, you. <laughs> snacks One. are never a bad place to start. Family size sour bright crawlers. Okay. Two. Butter and not the super small bag. Okay, we, that we took a step Three. up the with a butterfinger. Yeah. Three Gus's fried chicken, world famous <laughs> Dr Pepper. Where is the, so everybody talks about Gus's? Is, is that like something that's like in Nashville though, right? That's like in Tennessee or something. I have not had it in Nashville, but I have had it in Austin. I have had it in Chicago, and today I had it in Los Angeles for the first time, and it was not good. I know like the meme about Los Angeles, like everything you get less of everything and you pay more for it. Mm-hmm. I got three, I got the three wing combo and they were, it's like they, they slaughtered a baby chicken and gave me the wings off of that bad boy. And I paid like $19 <laughs> for it. It was awful. Um, I thought you said that like they were good snack. Anyway, um, snacks are very important. Let's, let's get into it. Uh, so we missed last week. I think we missed the week before. I don't even know anymore. Um, Nothing's happened. So, but I think our our main idea here is that capitalism sucks, and I'll say, and uh, nobody should be forced to have to work for a living, and we should all just be able to watch basketball or football. I think those are two options. Whatever sport you want to watch, that's yeah, that's, that's what true. You should be able to do. That's true. Uh, so you've been traveling a ton, so much more than I ever have in my whole life. Drop the cities real quick. Okay. Last time we talked, I was in Baltimore. Yes. Since then, I have been to Miami. I have been to Las Vegas. I have been to Tulsa. I've been to Oklahoma City. I went back to Austin for a day. And yep. now I'm in Los Angeles. That's that, that's a nice little that's a nice little schedule there. Um yeah. I, <laughs> you went you went Miami, Las Vegas, Tulsa. Tulsa. <laughs> And well, it's and funny it, because Tulsa was delightful. I had a great time there. Uh, my mom's side of the family hails from the Tulsa area, mm-hmm. so I, I spent a lot of my youths uh, there in the summer, and uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. I did some work not travel bad. there back in the day. Yeah, I, I like mm-hmm. Oklahoma. It's not terrible. It is I, just um, okay. I don't know if you know this about me, but I really enjoy coffee and coffee shop culture. No, and uh, yeah, almost every person I have worked with who also likes it. Um, has told me in in the past that Tulsa is a great place to go for coffee, and they were correct. I had some wonderful experiences. Really, the whole state of Oklahoma. You would be shocked at how many good places there are to drink coffee in the state of Oklahoma. Yeah, I would. Um, I like Oklahoma City. That's fine. On my side of things, I'm going to try to I'm going to try to explain my situation without, in a very real, no bullshit sense, not legally <laughs> implicating myself. Uh, should okay. that become necessary? Come on. Um, I am pretty good at my job. And there are some people trying to make it not look that way. Mm. And I will leave it at that. 
and just say that capitalism sucks. Now, uh, you know, every everything's going to be fine and you know, I'll uh, you know, it'll all work out. But it was just a stressful couple of weeks. So Evan, I'm I'm very glad to be doing the normal thing and, and talking to you again. It I know. Aren't a, you excited about future us owning a business together and not having to work for people besides ourselves? Wouldn't that be so fun? honest? Honest to God, yes. Because I'd much rather fight with you than anybody else. So I feel that. Every, you know, I think we've had our time away from from the news. We've we've avoided a certain genre of sports podcasts and sports content for a while, to the best of our ability. It was a rough couple of weeks for the basketball programs at Baylor. Not fun. And you and I went back and forth. We did we weren't sure if we should like do the whole therapy <laughs> session thing and like come on and 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 talk to each other about oh it's going to be okay and we're, everything's fine yeah. but we're all sad. And we are sad because I think we both like watching the teams play. Yeah. But it uh, it really it really sucks ass to not only have St. Peter's lose today, but have St. Peter's lose to UNC. That just yeah, both teams that, that we us. know we could have beaten. Could have been us. Um, I have a couple of basketball thoughts. One is serious. The other one's kind of a joke, but there's a little bit of seriousness in there. Which one do you want first? Um, let's go serious first. The full on serious. serious. My full serious take is that to win the tournament, you have to be very good and very healthy <laughs> and very lucky. Both of our teams were only one of those this year. And that's why I'm not that mad because we were incredibly unlucky and we were incredibly unhealthy slash not a lot of scholarship players. That's right. why I've already gotten over it. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm still sad, but I am over it, right? I'm, I'm back to the point. It took 48 full hours for me one to rest because I was exhausted after watching that game. I was Hulu wasn't working on like the living room TV, so I had to watch it right here at my computer. <laughs> and I was just up and pacing and through the comeback, I was like, how invested should I get into this? And mm-hmm. it was it was a lot. So I I had to rest and then <laughs> It just I had to block out college basketball for like 48 hours. I don't respond well to certain kinds of losses. And this was one of those where it's yeah. like I didn't even hate the other team necessarily. It, it it was close. I'd rather almost sometimes lose in a blowout and just be able to turn it off and say, okay, I can move on. Not, not this case because yeah. I think um, we both had big hopes for this team, uh, which they accomplished a yeah. lot of it, right? It's – it's not easy to go back yeah. to back in the, Big, in the 12, Big Twelve. So. Not easy. Not easy. Um, not easy. I feel the... lucky. That... What were you saying? No, I you you had a, a, a second point that was apparently less serious than the uh, first point. Yeah, I don't know if I. Okay, I'm going to say it. You have to. There is a member of the Baylor basketball family who is a prisoner of war, and that is the third most talked about thing on the internet by Baylor fans for basketball. And that's (laughs) not as much of a joke, but pretty fucked up, don't you think? (laughs) Yeah, and and my laughing was not because I think the situation is funny. My laughing was because of how to approach the 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 nerves around approaching that situation. So you're referring to Brittany Griner, who has had her um, 
sentence, not even sentence, but her, her detainment extended mm -hmm. to a total, I think of two, maybe three months. Great to have all the details ready to go. Thanks for bringing this up. <laughs> um, it, it sucks really bad because, uh, there's been a number of different, you know, media hits, um, saying the best way to handle this situation is to not talk about it. Not not to make a large media spectacle of it, and which is why with our you know millions of viewers and listeners, I've decided <laughs> not to talk about it. Right? Um, it is. Well, it is partially heartbreaking. It's partially frustrating, um, because one we don't know actually what happened or how many cartridges or what she had in her bag or what the specifics are. You can't really trust anything about the situation coming from the other side. Um, but if she did, that's not great. So there's part of you that's conflicted about, should she have been smarter? Should we not blame her for anything here? It sucks. It's just a horrible, shitty situation. But it all yeah. ends with we. everybody just wants her home safe and not to mm -hmm. be a political pawn moving forward. Damn, yeah. I didn't know we were going to get in that tonight. That, well, I didn't it. plan for it. But but so, it's true. We need to talk about it. It, it does make me very angry uh, for everything you said, but looking at it from a different lens makes me angry for two reasons. One, she is one of the best people in the world at what she does. Yep. And we are lucky enough to have her on campus. And she has been treated very poorly by maybe not people we're close with, but I would say Baylor at large. Still yeah. we, we still don't have a banner hanging with her name on it. Yep. She wasn't allowed to love who she wanted to love while she was on campus. Yep. Allegedly. Um, they we don't she we don't talk about her as if she's one of the best in the world at what she does in one of our own. If yep. we had an if we had an NBA MVP, you know, running through Baylor's campus, we'd talk about him every day. He'd have an, a statue. An NBA three time defensive player of the year, I think yeah. that is what it yeah. is. Yeah. That we it would be everywhere all the time. In, also, NBA champion, yeah. Yeah. Also, another reason that makes me angry, if lady basketball players made enough money in America to where they didn't have to go to Russia to do the thing they loved, maybe we could have avoided this whole thing altogether, you know? Maybe if she could make the money Entirely that she is, is worth for what she's good at, she wouldn't have to go to the Kremlin to play basketball. If you heard so the buzzing in, in my background, Evan got me so worked up I had to stand up. So I had to, I had to, the standing desk up, you, you I texted you a, a day ago. And again, today I was like, this is going to be a real episode. We're going to talk about how works is <laughs> shitty. Sometimes I did not realize that we were going to talk about the other stuff, uh, but it needs to be talked about. So to, to summarize, we hope Brittany gets home safe. Um, and you know, I think you, you bring up a good point. We hope Brittany gets her due from the official Baylor channels that, that be, um, yeah. even though if right now is not the right time to do that. Sure. Um, but can it, you believe it should happen. that we went undefeated, won the whole shit with her? No, you wouldn't know it walking through that stadium right now or walking through the Fair A Center. number You'd retirement have, you, would be nice to start. You would have no idea. And, you know, people have all of their Kim Mulkey thoughts, but the prevailing story from what I hear is that she didn't graduate from Baylor, so she doesn't have her jersey hanging. What a goddamn stupid thing to do. You know, 40 wins in a season, and we won the whole shit. Get them. Keep going. Brittany, 
if you're listening to this, wherever you're at, you deserve so much better from literally every person I can think of. And I hope you get it. I could not come up with a shittier punishment than to have her only audio media available to her <laughs> in detainment be our stupid fucking audio. God. That's <sighs> all the Brittany Griner thoughts I have for tonight, Matt. I'm glad you them. shared. We we needed to get some stuff off our chest, and I'm I'm very glad you shared. It has Thanks. been um it seems like work and life kind of sucks for everybody right now, except for UNC <laughs> fans and uh Coach K. Like yeah, I think I'm those are the two. Yeah. To be honest with you, but, this is the happiest I've ever been. I'm having <laughs> so much fun. I have never loved a job so much. I'm getting to travel. Matt, do you realize I spent three days in a dope-ass city, and I work for maybe two and a half hours while I'm there? You've been and, telling me. No, you've been keeping me updated. And do you see what I get to bring yes. around with me? You mentioned the snacks. That's uh, true. All jokes aside, this is the most fun I've ever had at one point in my life with a job included, and I hope you get here soon. I I think I will be very soon. Speaking of fun, it's hard not to look at the tournament and and look at the fun parts that unfortunately came to an end today. But the St. Peter's Peacocks, I don't think we've ever <laughs> I don't think we've talked about them yet at all. Nope. Um the first 15 seed to get to the Elite 8 and just a fantastically fun way to do it, right? Um, you beat Kentucky in the first round. You beat, what was it, Murray State or Wright State? One of the states. Murray. It was Murray, Murray State. State. And then you go beat Purdue, um, which I had to stay quiet about. I have friends that are Purdue people, so I didn't want to rub it in too much. But, God, that was fun. Yep. And 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 then they show up and, and get beat by a better team in UNC. But yep. to have that kind of run is what college basketball is all about, right? Yep. You have you have a Baylor team in 2010 who's not expected to do anything. This little school in Waco, they come out. This is you know, this is right before Robert Griffin takes off. This is the first big moment in Baylor sports, and college. That's why college basketball is the best. That, yep. Right? College football is great. I'll always love it. But college basketball has, um, just by nature of the tournament, gives schools and gives teams opportunities that other sports don't and that's why it's the best in my opinion Um, Um, i'm glad you brought up that 2010 baylor team because i don't know if you watched the like maybe in cbs or something but they brought coach drew on for a presentation for like a few nights in a row i missed it yeah the first chance he got he brought up that 2010 team and was like you know coach k says we were actually the best team they played that whole year so just so you know it's he, true. Even I tortured he myself. He still thinks about it. He definitely still thinks about it regularly. Absolutely. I tortured myself and I went back and I watched uh like the last 10 minutes of that game and the charge that wasn't a charge. And it still hurts. Don't know why I did that. <laughs> still hurt. I do I do it about once every 2 years. It hurts and I don't like watching it, but I still do it. So, you know, that was probably the first um, Baylor basketball game I watched as a fan ever. Uh, as someone the Duke game to win, yeah, I went to, I was a, I was very Catholic growing up, and I had a youth leader who uh, his name's Patrick. Patrick, if you're listening, I hope you're doing well. He was a Baylor student at the time, and we were like doing it was like an outing that day, and he cut it short so we could get back to like the church and watch the game. 
and he cried like sad tears in front of all of us like real sad tears it it absolutely ruined my wife from being a dedicated sports fan because that was the first team she actually got emotionally invested in Mm -hmm. and watching us lose live there in houston to duke was crushing for her and uh she hasn't really gotten emotionally invested in a team yet (laughs) or since (laughs) zooming out though right how cool is it to have a team be a number one seed in the tournament underperform based on national expectations, but overperform based on reality and be able to be upset about it because you, you understand that the ceiling is so much higher. Uh, it's pretty good. It's so cool. And on the women's side, right? Like the potential for that program, assuming recruiting goes the way it's supposed to be going. And it looks like it is. Mm-hmm. is so cool. It's just, it doesn't it's look like neat. it's going to be slowing down anytime soon. Um, I am very excited for next season with Baylor basketball because I feel like safe guess, safe bet, we will be an even better basketball team on the men's side next year. I don't have a lot of forward-thinking thoughts about the women's team, but I would assume the same is true. But just looking at like the potential starting five, the potential roster for us next year. Oh, man. It's going to be, it's going to be pretty good. Preseason top four is what I'm guessing. You heard it here uh, first, folks. I, you have to you have to think about it, right? Keontae George comes in, one of the best freshmen in the country, one of the best high schoolers in the country right now. Um, you have uh, LJ Cryer, who should be back for next season. Apparently, he had stress fractures in both feet. How does that happen? Uh, painfully, I would imagine. <laughs> Uh, I've never had a stress fracture in my feet. I guess shin splints are technically kind of a small stress fracture in your shin. Uh, maybe I don't, now I feel dumb because I don't know if that's the case, (laughs) but if shin splints are, are, if shin splints are any, like what 5% of what a stress fracture in your foot would be. Oh my God. I, you, but in both feet, that's wild. Um, so he posted LJ Cryer posted to his Twitter and and said that he expects to be back in time for next season, which is great. But yeah, I mean, like the programs are so healthy and it, it's just so much fun. I'm I'm just very very excited. Um, I meant to bring this up a minute ago, but Matt, I I'm gonna have to go back and look at some game tape. But I am pretty sure on our last episode, I did predict that St. Peter's would beat Kentucky. Bullshit. I made a. I made a pound the rock joke because Jesus was building his rock upon something <laughs> and you had to leave the screen. Remember? Yeah. You're remembering now. I think I called it. I don't think you called St. Peter's beating Kentucky. I will well, go check the audio. Was listeners? that an unreleased episode? I think that might've been an unreleased yeah, episode. That was just, that was just for us. That was, that was just for us. Just for us. <laughs> like the three people that joined on YouTube. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I did. I'm like nearly positive that I did. Um, so I'm the basketball knower. I don't know if you know You're that, the basketball but. knower. You're the basketball knower. Kind of a, a crappy place to have real life interject into one of the biggest like content machine <laughs> weeks or, or yeah, couple we, of weeks. We just took the tournament off. Okay. <laughs> we just took one of the biggest sporting events of the calendar year off. We'll get the next one. BT dubs, uh, we're fine. Uh, it, everything's fine. It's Han Solo shooting the the dad, you know, the <laughs> console. Everything's fine. We're fine. How are you? 
Um, other news, Jerome Tang uh, takes the Kansas State job. I had a chance to go talk with the um, Bring on the Cats guys uh, over there, and uh, it seems like just a very positive experience for everybody so far Yeah, for Baylor fans. Cause we're excited. You know, he finally gets a head coaching gig for Kansas state fans. Cause they're getting a great coach and from mm-hmm. Jerome Dang Cause he's getting paid a lot yeah. more than he used to be. Um, any, any thoughts on Jerome Tang? Um, Nope. Not a one. Fair enough. I'm happy for him. <laughs> I think my main thought here is, um, fantastic time for me to uh, help our daily bears create a Drew Tang crew shirt. Maybe three weeks before he takes a j- <laughs> just the timing well, has been phenomenal thing. lately. This means we can make with this business that we're going to be starting. Mm-hmm. We can have a Kansas State wing, and we can make a shirt, and it can be Jerome Pooty Tang, and we can superimpose oh. his face on top okay. of one. Pootie Tang from the movie Pootie Tang. Tang. Yes. <laughs> so that one's for free. Um, that wouldn't. Well, somebody's going to pay for it at some point mentally. I'm sure. I'm looking um, up what. Um. Oh yeah. No. This is Jerome Tang does kind of look like Lance Crowther. Crowther. Pootie Tang from the movie Pootie Tang. Yes, he does I look like him. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was waiting to see if there was something else there. A little oh, puka shell necklace on him. Some I think some yellow I think emotionally and work yeah, emotionally I'm not ready to process w- that idea at this point in time. <laughs> that is just that's just a lot to process right now. I'm telling are you, get an, op- an open face button up on our guy and a puka shell necklace, and we are cooking with gas. I'm texting it, this to you right now. Okay, thank you. Just do a jib jab or something with Tang's <laughs> face on him um we god damn it evan i'm right. not wrong that's you're not wrong on. okay um this sets up for for coach k who's retiring by the way i don't know if you've heard about this i'm sorry who uh coach uh Kaskovsky. got it um from duke uh but now they're going to play unc in the tournament uh, for the first time, Evan, who do you want to win? How do you want that narrative to happen? Do you want UNC uh, to ruin the the perfect Coach K send-off? Or do you want Coach K to get that ultimate hater energy for the rest <laughs> of his life? I don't I'm pretty torn on this. One, because I think I like UNC. I I like I don't know what the fuck Brady Manic is drinking these days. But he has gotten much better at basketball. He really has. Um, so part of me wants to be like, you know, the team that made it to the national championship, like Baylor lost to, so it's not that embarrassing. Uh, another thought that I have is I know that we all, like, complain about refs and we think they're kind of cooking sometimes, but you can't look me in my eyes and tell me the tournament's not rigged. It is. It has to be. <laughs> you, think, you, think, you think this shit just happens? Rigged by CBS Sports? I really do. <laughs> I think there is something afoot. And I want nothing but bad things for Coach K because of it. I want him to lose, and I want them to lose by 40. But unfortunately, they're going to win the whole thing. It kind of feels that way, right? Titus and Tate did an entire Jinx episode where they said Duke was just going to win <laughs> it all. And, you know, it, it's hard to argue with that. But UNC, super hot right now. Mm-hmm. And I have found that in the past, like when Baylor lost to that Kentucky team, just a better team, right? They go on to win the championship. 
Baylor loses to that Duke team in 2010. They go on to win the championship. Made me feel better about that whole situation. Not yep. a lot better, but somewhat better. So I need I need UNC to finish this thing out and then to go play, you know, either uh, Villanova or um, Kansas uh, in the championship game. And we, we all know Kansas is beatable. That. What, yeah, Villanova, Kansas? I, I'm more excited to watch that than I am UNC Duke. Um, well, I I think it's going to go pretty poorly for Villanova, considering that their best player just tore his Achilles today. Um, or yep. was it last night? So It was yesterday. Yep, Kansas looks pretty hot. I, I don't see Villanova being able to overcome that, but who knows? Who knows? Um, UNC, just get it done, please. Just... I need, Just get it. It I done. need Coach K tears. I need to see Coach K cry, not because he's happy. Yep. I, yep. I think that's a fair request. I think it's a fair request. Evan, we got in the gym tonight. We we, did. we made sure not to hurt ourselves. Anything you, you've been keeping up with the walking. You haven't been mm-hmm. in the kitchen much lately. No. I uh I still get those every plate boxes delivered, but my girlfriend has been taking care of my dog a lot. So Mm -hmm. what I've been doing is I've been gifting those to her as recompense for her taking care of my dog. Uh, I have not been in the kitchen. I have been eating. Uh, Listeners, if you're listening to this and you used to travel for work, I welcome all tips, tricks, and hints to be good at it. Because right now I'm just eating so much goddamn (laughs) food for free every day. Yeah. And I'm on the catered lunches. and And it's like, I don't really like, I don't. I know I talk about beer a lot, but I don't do a lot of like drinking at home. I Same. don't do a lot of like, you know, but, the but airport I, beer, but airport beer and the airport beer, man. specifically in flight soda. I feel like those are whipping my ass right now. Um, I, so if you're listening to this and you've traveled regularly, I need some help. I am an anxious traveler, not because it's like scary, just because. You know, you have to be at a certain place at a certain time, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm there early. I am the stereotypical dad traveler, even when I don't have the family with me. I'm there you like an hour early at passes. least. No, I don't do the paper boarding passes. <laughs> Come on now. But like, I'm there an hour early, right? So I'm like, okay, well, this is a good time to get a coffee, even if mm-hmm. I don't really need it. So I'll go get a coffee. And yes, I'm a I'm a avid snacker. Uh, so it's like you, you walk into one of the little newsstands and your options are like peanut M&Ms or uh, banana chips. That's right, baby. Exactly, right? <laughs> like, Or or the most bland Chex Mix that you can find. And it's yeah. just, uh, so you go with the peanut M&Ms. Right. And, you know, you feel like trash at the end of the day. But yeah. anyway, it's well, expensed, I like- so... I, uh, I, I'm in a lot better shape than I was like a year ago or two years ago, but I feel like if I ever fall off the horse, even just a little bit, it all goes right here. You know, <laughs> I start, I start gaining things right here. So, uh, I'm doing my best to be a travel pension is cheeks for right those here. listening. Just, uh, <laughs> just, you got yeah, the cute little Evan cheeks. cheeks. Um, so I'm trying to get better at that. But another thing now that we're here, Southwest has the best in-flight flight snacks yeah. of any airline I've been on. And I would buy those commercially if I could. I wish I could have a bowl of whatever they're working with. What The, the cool. little the snack trail mix? mix? The trail mix that they have. They it have is, little wonton strips in them, I think. Yes, it is out of this world delicious. 
So, <laughs> listener, if you know where I can get 10 pounds of those, let me know. Because I'm too much of a coward. Like, I was telling my friends today, like, traveling alone is fun, and I love it. And it's my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. But as someone who likes to talk a lot on yeah. travel days, I probably say 100 words. Yeah, total. total. Yep. And most of them are, like, to Dale when I get home. Yep. That's, like, over half of my words. Uh, so I'm too much of a coward to like ask for seconds on the tr- like trail mix, you know, <laughs> cause you don't want to be a problem, right? You don't want to be a Especially problem. Especially nowadays. You mm-hmm. don't want to be any kind of nuisance to anybody. Yep. You just want to mind your business and get where you're going. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, quietly. And because I've right. worked first, not to brag, oh. business, business select, uh, I get, a, I get, I get a window seat and I like, you know, as a, I don't know how many siblings you have or where you fall on that sibling spectrum, but I am the youngest, which means no one gave a fuck about my bladder growing up on road trips. So now, <laughs> now when I you fly, can just, just let I it hang. have taken, I've taken probably 50 flights in my life now. I have peed three times ever on a plane. I'm good. <laughs> I just sit down and I'm good. So I'm not getting up. I'm not moving. Uh, I'm a ghost on, on planes. No, I'm definitely a, a plain peer. I am. Mm-hmm. I am definitely a pee when I need to pee guy. Uh, I thirty minute flight probably not, but an hour flight you better believe. In between, I, I don't have I'm it in me getting up to pee. Um, so back when I, I didn't really have taste buds to eat healthy when traveling, I was a Panera guy because you could find one anywhere. Okay. The coffee was decent. You get okay. a reasonable breakfast, a salad for lunch. And then you do whatever for dinner. So that's that's my only advice is okay. find a find a place you can get a salad for lunch, and then usually you feel better at the end of the day. Yeah. God, I wish okay. with with all the children that are about to be in my house, I wish I could start traveling again for work. Holy crap! Because you can just I, go uh, to you can just go to bed at nine and wake up at like seven thirty to get yep. to wherever you need to by eight in the morning. So mm-hmm. easy. Um, I I feel like my whole life I have always always been the youngest person in my friend group which uh i didn't love a ton growing up but i have found a lot of value in it now that i have grown up where's um, this going i'll tell you i have so many people in my life who have said oh i fucking wish i'd have to be around all these goddamn kids and i could just travel <laughs> so i feel like so i feel like i am making the most of it like i probably had like 15 people be like oh i wish i was 10 years ago i did that um so i feel like i've been taking advantage of it And I may have said this to you already, but just in case I haven't, Madison and I were at like a brewery a few weeks ago and I was flying out the next day. So we, you know, just soaking up the sun and we sat next to this woman who travels for work her whole life. So I was kind of picking her brain and uh, she gave me some tips and I want you to tell me what you think about it. She said, if you're visiting a client and you get to make the rules, um, you want to start your visit on a Tuesday so that you can do all of your travel on a Monday and yes. still get your whole weekend. Um, yes. So this trip today is Sunday, and I flew to LA, and it's going to be the last Sunday flight I ever optional yeah. choose to take. Yeah, you gotta you because, gotta protect yeah. it. Now the yeah. Monday morning flights are usually busy, and there's grumpier people on it, but it's worth it to keep your Sunday. Yeah. I completely agree. So I'm I used gonna do, to do that. that a lot. Uh, I'm gonna fly back on Thursday, and with the way my job is set up now, if I'm not traveling, I'm planning travel. Um, so when I'm at home in Austin, there's not like desk work for me to do. Right. I'm just waiting for the next trip, which means I'll get Friday in my brain. At least will be like a three day weekend every week. So if I play my cards, right, I might get an actual summer this year. The way we well, used there to you get. go. Let's hope so, I get a summer too. 
Come and on. Let's, let's let's plan on you know since we're going to be more available to each other here on the weekends since mm-hmm. you're going to protect your Sundays and I might not have anything to protect my weeks from here in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll plan on doing this a little earlier in the week and. Yeah. And get it out to the people on a regular basis because that's what we're here to do. We are almost at episode twenty, which is I don't think I've ever done anything from a media perspective twenty times. So this is a a milestone for me. Evan, yep. anything to leave us with here today? Yes. Here's what I'll leave you with. Right now, the Texas Longhorns are down twenty-seven to thirty going into halftime, and uh, let's hope it stays that way tonight, folks. Second bears. Second bears. If you don't pee on the plane, you actually do get a UTI. <laughs>